Welcome to the Misha Rouser Show. I'm Misha, an organizational psychologist, and I'll be taking you down a path towards achieving professional success while still having fun. For over a decade, I have been guiding individuals and organizations through professional transitions. The goal is to help you, your business, or organization create a successful, engaging atmosphere without sacrificing a positive culture. So, let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Misha Rouser Show. I am Misha, and thank you so much for listening. Again, this show is all about leadership and professional development, everything you need to know to be more competent and confident in your professional life. You're going to learn all kinds of fun things, communication skills, personal productivity, leading without authority, emotional intelligence. And today we are actually going to be talking about listening. And so with that theme, keep in mind, too, that by listening to this show each week, you can acquire unique tools to help you become more professional or more and more professional, more of an expert within your profession and to be able to help you in your professional development. How are you doing this morning, Vinny? Doing very well, listening very closely and (laughs) intently for today's show. There you go. Yes, I know. I was thinking about this. People were asking me, it's like, how can you do a show just on listening? That's a lot to talk about. Like, well, oh, isn't that what our kind of like uh, what we do here in radio is you got to listen to us, right? <laughs> that's yeah. that's our main focus. So I think uh, we're right on the on the point there. Really good point. <laughs> See, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, you can watch us in studio. We do have a live webcam, but that's totally different. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> while you are listening right. today. But that's the thing that I want to really explore with this today is so we tend to think of listening as only one thing. And so that is definitely what we're going to be doing today is looking at all the different ways of to be thinking about listening and what that can really mean and then what that can do to help you in your professional life. Okay, so um, a couple of logistics really quick to, again, remember that if you are enjoying this show, we have all of the shows recorded and you can go to iTunes or Stitchers, or even to my website, and you can subscribe and listen to the podcasts um, of past shows, and you can listen to them over and over if you would like. So you can get that information um, also on my website, which is MishaRouser.com, and that's spelled M-E-I-S-H-A-R-O-U-S-E-R. And while you are there, you can see um, you know, uh, what upcoming shows are happening. You can get transcripts from past shows. Um, you can get more information around you know, some of the topics I've been talking about. And you can also go there. And if you have any questions for me, you can um, submit those questions to me. And I'd be happy to answer those for you. Um, usually I get back to people within probably about 48 hours. And sometimes I'll bring them on the show. But a great way to use my website and myself as a resource for you. So I'm here to help you in your professional development. So do use that resource. And again, that's MishaRouser.com. Okay, so yeah, what we are going to be going into today then is about listening. And like I had mentioned earlier, so listening really is not just stopping talking and listening to the other person. It's also thinking about this as almost like a mindfulness technique, and it really is a mindfulness technique. Um, And so in, in a sense, I mean, listening is all about giving attention to what is happening in any given moment. So, yeah, at a very high level, it could be, you know, if you're in a meeting, are you really listening to what's going on in the meeting? Are you listening to the person or are you daydreaming or is your mind wandering off to something else? Um, So that's one aspect I'm thinking about with listening. The other aspect I'm really wanting to emphasize with listening is that what I mean 
by listening. And, and I talk about this in a lot of my shows. I talk a lot about listening. And that's why I wanted to dedicate a whole show to this because a lot of times what I mean by that is not just stopping talking to listen, but it's learning how to listen with your whole being. It's learning how to basically stop the talk, not only your talk, but the talk in your head and all that chatter that is distracting you from really being aware of what's going on around you. And so when I'm talking about listening with your whole being, it's all of your senses. It's your sixth sense. It's, It's really being present and being aware to everything that is going on around you. And so when I talk about this in my other shows, like around productivity or around emotional intelligence or around, you know, how to be more of a servant leader, and we keep talking about listening, that's really what we're talking about, is how to really be fully present in the moment, fully aware of what's going on around you so that you can make better decisions, so that you can really be there for that other person, where you can even understand where maybe where that other person's coming from. Even it's maybe understanding your environment is a very big element of it. Um, For example, like a lot of my clients that I'll be working with um, and they're moving through transition, uh, I'll keep reminding them that, okay, like if they're going on an interview and checking out the new place, you know, I'll keep reminding them to really pay attention to what you're noticing in their environment because that's telling you a lot. You know, we tend to get, especially on a, on, when we're doing an interview, we get so wrapped up in thinking about who we are and what we're going to be saying and, and, and kind of spun up in our own head that we're not even noticing the environment around us and taking in, is this a place that feels right to me? You know, what is, what's on the walls? What kind of furniture is there? What's the energy around there? What are the people like? Are, do they seem really uptight and agitated, or are they more relaxed? So that's what I mean by listening, is really paying attention to all of those things. And so listening is a deliberate act of paying attention, of being mindful. Um, and mindfulness encourages us to center in on what is actually happening in, again, in this present moment and being keenly aware of our inner responses to what is unfolding externally as well. So listening also can be listening to ourselves as, you know, when we get our button pressed or um, and our emotions start going or when we start feeling like this isn't, this is, doesn't seem right. Really, we need to kind of bring that down to a listening aspect of, again, listening from our whole being as to, okay, what's going on here and how am I reacting to this? So one attention, intention of mindful listening is to attend to the events in, of the moment without getting caught up in evaluating those events or, or whatever is emerging as either good or bad, positive or negative. Now, that's a huge challenge for us because we, oh, we tend to be so judgmental. Again, our minds are constantly narrating in the background, you know, analyzing, judging, and so forth. And so when I'm talking about listening, it is very much a mindfulness technique of what we're trying to do is then understand our mind is constantly talking, but how do we either quiet it or, you know, slow it down enough so that we can really be paying attention to what's going on around us. Sometimes the way I think about this, too, is is practicing the art of witnessing. And so sometimes witnessing can be a really um, helpful word to think of if you're getting caught up on the word listening. So witnessing is the same type of idea of just witnessing, just noticing what's going on without judgment, without, you know, labeling it bad or good, without even trying to make assumptions on it, with understanding that you're just witnessing something and, and to not put any meaning on it and, and to try to take in all of the information that's going on around it to then start to, you know, understand what could be really what's going on, what could really be the meaning. Um, a really basic 
example, for example, of witnessing would be uh, like in a grocery store. And I love this example. I get this from Kathleen O'Brien, um, who has a fabulous book. And I had her on one of my shows of called um, Emergent Leadership. And she talks about witnessing as like being a clerk in a grocery store. And let's say you're a clerk or, and you're actually a stalker and you're stalking the um, shelves and you're you're taking off, you know, the, the old stuff. So you're looking, let's say it's cans and you pull off a can and you're looking at it and you look at the expiration date and it's expired. Okay, well, you're just witnessing that. You're just noticing it. So you take it off and you're going to put a newer can on. But it's not looking at the can and saying, oh, you're such a bad can. You expired and having all this judgment around it like, oh, my God, I can't believe Somebody left this can there and da-da-da-da-da and see how we can get so spun up around something as simple as that. It's the same thing like a dented can. You know, what if we saw a dented can? Like, oh, God, my day is now, like, ruined. It's a dented can. And, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, we put create so much drama around what we witness in the world um, or what we see in the world or what we perceive of in the world versus just noticing. It is, just is. And just noticing it. And then take in mind the context of, okay, what is the environment that this is going on? And what's, what's the energy around it? What else is going on here? So that's what I mean then also why witnessing sometimes can be more resonant with some people of how to learn how to just quiet the mind and, and to just start witnessing. Or like I say, I like to use the word listening a lot more. Okay, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. So why do this? So why practice this, this deep, mindful listening? Well, when we do that, then obviously – we can reduce mis- misconceptions or miscommunications. I mean, oh, my gosh. A majority of our communications or, I'm sorry, the majority of our conflict that we have with others is always around miscommunication, always around, you know, something. I, my expectations are not in alignment with your expectations. There's some gap. You know, what I thought you were talking about or what I'm trying to say is not getting across, and there's this gap. Well, a lot of times there's this gap because we're really not listening to the other person. So by really paying attention to them, and, and again, listening, what I mean by that, we're paying attention, it's not just to the words they say. Because a lot of times, they don't even quite understand what it is that's bothering them. And so the words they're using aren't quite reflective of that. So you've got to pay attention to all those other little things going on. So you're paying attention to their, their mood, their, you know, their body expressions, their, the energy that's coming from them. Maybe you know, what's happened in the, what's their history, you know, is maybe something's going on with them at home that you're not aware of. You know, maybe they just found out, and this happens, oh gosh, unfortunately, so much, where you just found out a spouse is sick or a child is sick or, or something, and they're not bringing that into work. But it's there, even though they're not telling you that. But you're listening for something else is going on here, you know, what's going on. Um, so that's what I mean about how this can reduce misconceptions. This can also help us um, open our own perceptions of what's going on. So this is huge for leaders. You know, a lot of times we make judgments, we make assumptions, and we're missing a bigger picture. So when it goes to decision-making, to strategic thinking, um, a lot of, our, of what we do daily, we need to make sure and check our own perceptions. Are we taking it all in? Did we miss something? The other thing about being more mindful in our listening is the ability then to be more in the moment and not get spun up in our own emotions. So when something happens, if somebody else is like, oh, my God, this has just happened and this is horrible, blah, 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 to watch yourself to not get spun up in that. Because, again, when we get spun up in our emotions, then that means now more of our, you know, reptilian brain, our older brain that's all caught up in emotions takes over and we're no longer using that prefrontal cortex to be able to think through things logically. So when we can be more mindful in our listening, 
in that kind of quiet, that, that fight or flight response and those emotions that are going and allows us then to really take in what's going on in the surroundings. What do I need to do here? What do I need to be thinking about? And then what, the other thing, too, is listening, and I'll get into this a little bit more, is probably one of the greatest gifts that we can give to one another. Okay, so I'm going to pause there, and we're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this, but then we're going to talk about how do we do this and how can we practice this more. So you are listening to the Misha Rouser Show here on KKNW 1150, and we'll be right back after this break. Dynamic careers in organizations require dynamic thinking. Success is measured in terms of positive, productive, meaningful workplaces. Misha Rouser, master coach, organizational psychologist, and successful entrepreneur, has helped thousands become more confident in their leadership and professional abilities. Misha's years of research and private practice have given her the tools to help you or your organization improve performance. Log on now to learn more about coaching, consulting, or training with Misha Rouser at MishaRouser.com. That's M-E-I-S-H-A-R-O-U-S-E-R.com. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. So welcome back to the Misha Rouser Show Again, you are listening today on KKNW 1150, and this show is all about leadership and professional development, and today we're talking about listening. And again, hopefully if you're listening to the first part of the show, you're realizing listening is a lot larger than just stopping talking and listening to the other person. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive in some more here about then what do we mean about this listening? And so again, as we open space for hearing others... Um, it expand or, or by listening to others and, and listening not only to them but the space around it, we inevitably become more aware of our own unconscious biases as well. Um, so our psychological projections that we could be putting onto things, our judgments, our preconceived notions, and that's one of the another big aspect of when we can learn how to be more mindful around our listening and are we truly listening and are we using our whole body and being to take in everything about what's going on around us. Um, now, okay, let's go back to just the basics, though, about listening. It's interesting because we, unfortunately, are wired to be bad listeners. And, of course, it seems like everything we find out about around emotional intelligence or social intelligence and how we can be better in our professions and stuff, then there's this other side that says, yeah, but we aren't wired to do that <laughs> in the way we've evolved and so forth. And that has to do with listening, too. So especially if you're one of those that beats yourself up a lot saying you have a hard time listening, well, you know, you're like all of us. We all have a hard time. Okay, so when we think about being wired, why we're wired that way is that so the human speech on average is about three to 400 words a minute. I probably talk a little faster, so I'm probably a little on the higher side. But anyway, the human speech is usually at that slower kind of space or pace of around 300, 400 words a minute. Our brain, though, processes at least two to three times faster than that. So that's why it's so excruciating for some of us sometimes to listen to somebody else because it's just they're taking forever to say what they need to say. We're really, they're just talking at a normal human pace, but in the meantime, our brains have gotten so bored. 
Our brains are trying to fill in their sentences, are jumping to conclusions, are trying to, you know, assume what they're saying, already answering their problem, because our brain is working three times faster. That's why it's really hard then to really practice listening, because we just aren't wired to do it. But we can learn how to do it, and that's why we call it the art of listening, because it is something that you have to practice. It's something if you don't keep doing, you're going to default right back to not being able to listen, and your brain's going, you know, talking, nee, 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 the whole time when we should be listening to the other person or, or listening to what's going on around us. So that's one of the reasons why listening a lot of times, you'll hear it mixed with um, mindfulness practices like meditation and such, because that's where you start to learn how to pay attention to what's really going on and catch yourself and realize, you know what, I'm, I really have the tendency I want to finish this person's sentence for them, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to be there for them. Okay, so again, and if you're interested in learning more about how to become more mindful and maybe around meditation and such, I have another um, sh- podcast around that. So check that one out. This one we're thinking about now, just listening and again, listening with that full being. Okay, so what are some ways that you can practice listening? Um, and again, like I said, this is a practice. This isn't something that you just become good at tomorrow. The, um, but there are many, many opportunities throughout the day to practice. Yeah, one of them could be meditation. You know, take some time in the morning, five minutes, and just focus on the breath. And whenever, the, you know, whatever comes up, you know, whatever thoughts come up and so forth, just notice them, don't judge them, and then just let them go by. Um, there's no wrong or right, right way to meditate. It's just a practice of noticing the breath, trying to stick with the breath, notice when something comes up, and when it does, let it go. And there's always going to be things that come up. It's just we cannot turn off the brain. Um but it's just not getting caught up in it. And when you do get caught up in it, if you're trying to meditate, then when you catch yourself I'm like, oh, okay, I'm back. I'm trying to meditate on the brain. Don't or meditate or, and focus on the um, breath. Don't beat yourself up. It's okay. You know, some days it's easier than others. Okay, so that's one way to start practicing. But there's a lot of different ways that you can be practicing through the day. So one way, another way throughout the day is to fight the urge of when your mind starts to wander off and distract you from listening. So that could be in a meeting um, to, you know, so when you find yourself daydreaming, you know, bring yourself back. See, you know, and and the idea is you're going to find yourself daydreaming, but can you catch yourself quicker in it? Can you catch yourself, you know, before you just spent 15 minutes and or five minutes or whatever and, and then bring yourself back? So it's practicing catching yourself when you've wandered off, when your mind has wandered off. Another way for listening, especially when you're talking to other people, if that's your challenge, then to really practice reflective listening. So what reflective listening basically is, it's not just reflecting back what they said, but it's really listening to what they said so that you can reflect back, am I hearing you correctly, basically? Is this your concern? Is this what you're trying to say? Um, it sounds like you're frustrated because of this. Those are, those are ways of practicing reflective listening. To do that, though, you really have to pay attention to what's going on. And if you get really good at practicing reflective listening and you start to not only just quiet your mind and listen to what they're saying, but when you can use your whole body, then you can even start picking up on things like, hmm, something doesn't seem right with them, you know? And, and then to kind of stop the conversation sometimes and say, you know, Bob, is there something else going on? You, you just seemed a little more, you know, more like something's weighing on you. And maybe Bob could say, oh, well, you know, I do have, I just found out my wife is sick and we're trying to figure out what to do with the kids. And 
if I didn't want to say anything at work, you know, so that's what I really mean by um, practicing that reflective listening. And, and if you can get to that point of using your whole body, your whole, all of your senses and everything to really take in what's going on here. Okay, another way, another little trick to, um, that I've heard that I think is very beneficial for a lot of people, especially if they're visual people, then listening is really hard. Um, so another trick to pay to, to help you listen more when people are talking, either in meetings or when you're talking one-on-one, is to paint a picture in your head of what you think they're talking about. Um, so if they're talking about the project and what this can look like, then then try to imagine what that looks like in your head. And, what, and then it helps you then to also do some reflective listening to say back, well, but what about this aspect? It sounds like this was something that was important. Um, and, and then, but maybe this, this part of it was missing, or I, I don't quite see how this fits in, or I, I'm not quite getting the bigger picture. Um, so sometimes that's helpful for some people when they're learning how to keep their mind in the present, is to visually see what is being said. Um, okay, now another one you could do, which um, I share this in some of my classes, and it's, 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 re- okay, it's really goofy. <laughs> But everybody tends to like it, and they tend to remember it because it is goofy and stupid. Um, and this one I learned when I was going through my coaching practice. This is probably, you know, a decade ago or so. I'm perked up, and I'm really listening now. You I'm are. Yeah. So, okay, you're going to like this one, Vinny. <laughs> so when you find your mind going, and, and like I said, when I was going through my coaching practice, a lot of the coaching we do is over the phone. It's so hard to keep mindful in the beginning because they're just going on and on and on and on. You're just like, oh, please get to the point. And so when you're a new coach, you have to stop yourself from thinking that. Keep coming back to them. Keep coming back to them. And so what they taught us is to think about where's your butt. And, yeah, physically your butt, your derriere, your behind. Because <laughs> it's funny. So like you, Vinny, you're sitting I'm down. listening intently now. <laughs> so when you do that, like think about right now, where's your butt? You're, okay, you're sitting on it. You might be able to feel your clothes, the pressure of the seat. If you're standing up, if you're in the car, whatever – you, you know, just go to where your butt is and feel it. What's what's going on there? Well, what that does, that's goofy. Is it not goofy? It's kind of wacky. Well, if you have one of those offices that has glass all around, <laughs> and if you're listening to this and you're like, hmm, all of a sudden you have to like, look around and you kind of take your hand and you're, you're feeling, <laughs> yep, I found it. People are, I'm sure, curious to yeah, what yeah. they were doing in there. <laughs> there you're we so go. Funny. You're so funny because I've never thought about all actually right. taking all your right. hand and feeling your what? butt. What did you just It's say? more of a, in your mind, okay, oh. feel. What does your butt feel right at the moment? (laughs) The seat, the clothes. Okay, that was a really good clarification. I I appreciated that. (laughs) But why that one is so helpful is one, it's very goofy and it brings you right back in the moment, but it stops whatever other chatter was on your mind. It brings you right back into the moment and boom, okay, here I am again and now I'm listening to you. You know, it just brings you back. It it is funny when I do teach that in some organizations and I'll come back in later and they have, you know, they'll share. That, yeah, we'll sometimes tell somebody. I can tell if they're zoning out in the middle of a meeting. I'll say, where's your butt? <laughs> they just like, wake up all Yeah, and I'm like, oh. Getting a little flush. But, for, you know, but that could also be very marginal. I could just see, like, human resources walking in at that moment and saying, wait a second. This sounds like some type of sexual, you know, harassment <laughs> or something. So do watch that one. But anyway, that was kind of a classic that a lot of people tend to really like. The whole idea, though, behind it is just stopping the mind, catching yourself. Bringing yourself to the moment. It's all you're doing. Um, when we have, you know, when, if you have little kids, you know, sometimes it was counting to 10. It's like, okay, I'm getting upset. Bring yourself back to the moment. Count to 10. Now you're back again. Um, okay, so another way that you could be doing this, again, throughout the day is in meetings. 
just, you know, when intentionally say, okay, I'm going to take the next couple of minutes and really practice focusing on my listening. And more than likely, your mind's going to wander and you bring it back. Your mind's going to wander and you bring it back. Do that for two minutes, five minutes. Do it however long you can. And what's going to happen, the more you can practice that, then what's going to happen is in those key situations, when everybody's running up to you saying, oh, my God, and everything has to happen, and da-da-da-da-da, and you start to get swirled up, you can practice that technique now because you've been practicing it. It's going to be easier to see you to say, either one, where's my butt, or, okay, I need to you know, bring my thoughts back, bring it back down, and listen. Okay, so, and remember, too, that the other biggest thing about this is this is literally one of the biggest gifts that you can give another person is when we truly feel listened to. I mean, not just you're listening to my words, but you get who I am. I mean, think about it for yourself. Think about somebody, a wonderful leader that you've had in the past. And it could be a coach, it could be a parent, it could be a friend, somebody. But somebody who you really felt knew you. I mean, it's so it's such a rare gift. And you probably can't think of too many people that you say, you know what, they really took the time to get to know who I am to listen to me. So that's why we really want to practice this. We really want to think about why is listening so important and to think about taking it to this deeper level. All right, so thank you so much for listening today. I hope this was beneficial. Again, remember, you can find the transcripts on my website. Again, you have been listening to the Misha Rouser Show. I'm Misha. Everybody have a fabulous day, and thank you. Thank you for listening to the Misha Rouser Show on Alternative Talk 1150. Join Misha every week, Tuesdays, 9.30 to 10 a.m., as she takes you down a path toward achieving professional success while still having fun. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your colleagues. Misha helps people and organizations be successful, all while staying on a positive path. Tune in next week for the Misha Rouser Show.